Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Goes Without Saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi. And I'm Wing. And this is an episode about imposter syndrome. So it's pretty weird. I'm just putting you as, there's a little warning there, disclaimer. But I think it's perfect if you're feeling like you don't know where you're going in life. You feel like maybe you're not cut out for certain experiences. You're not good enough. All of the shit that we always feel in life. So I hope you enjoy it. No promises that it makes any sense. I think it's good. So self-deprecating. Here we go. (laughs) Such an imposter. (laughs) Oh, wow. Back again. <laughs> Back again. Thank God. Thank God. Um, what a pleasure to be here. I'm excited for this one. Yes, such a pleasure. And we could talk about this for hours, I think, imposter syndrome. I was just trying to rack my brains just in that split second when we were saying three, two, one, go. Take one mm. is what we say before it almost <laughs> ta- take off, launch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to rack my brains and I was like, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. Like, what does that mean to you right now? And I was like, God, you're actually feeling so impostery. Like, this is a perfect time for you. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was going to say straight off the bat, I feel like imposter syndrome, for me at least, is the kind of thing where when I'm really struggling with imposter syndrome, I don't feel like I'm struggling with imposter you syndrome. Like I feel shit. like I'm just knowing that I'm yeah, shit. 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I think that is the tricky thing about it, is it's not something that mm. you notice at the time. You almost notice it in hindsight, of like, oh, that was imposter syndrome, because you kind of need to come out of it to recognise it. Because yeah. it's like, it just feels like any old insecurity, shit feeling, i.e. it feels like the truth mm-hmm. when you're feeling it. Yeah, but yeah. It's, not, it's imposter syndrome, which makes it's it quite nice. Syndrome. It does, yeah, it makes it almost quite, oh, I'm succeeding, am I? It's almost like, I so don't you agree. feel you think I'm like the success that <laughs> yeah. I have. Exactly, yeah, yeah, which you so obviously are. So if you're so successful, oh, someone don't may say. Oh, on that. That was from our last episode. Um, <laughs> what do I want to ask you here? Well, Is there anything... You don't need to ask me anything. Know. Well, but I could just start with... Okay saying like what's your relationship to imposter syndrome right now like not like when have you felt it in your life but like Mm-mm. right now in the spot that you're in now what are you feeling like you know you're doing well do you how are you feeling about it within yourself i am in a good place as i've been saying hopefully i'll still be in a good place by the time you're listening yeah. you will be. um i hope so and kind of off the back of the last episode we just recorded about nepo babies i was talking about how proud i am mm that obviously I've had certain degrees of privilege in my life but largely coming from even just say I think someone to come from let's even wash it down to just a working class background to then end up doing something creative I think is really 
special mm. and there's a lot of other shit that's gone on that makes it even more special but i on that note and on the note that i'm feeling so good at the moment just mentally like i'm in a good brain time which is not something i've ever really known i just feel so proud of myself every day <laughs> divine <laughs> which is a bit much i think no it's not um well, it's a should. bit unusual for me. I think I should as well. I feel it. I really feel it. I feel I'm I think two things are kind of feeding into that. The first being kind of the clarity around seeing, you know, how bad the brain times have been and that I'm just proud that I'm still here. The fact that I've done anything, I think is impressive to me personally now that I can see the reality of what that was. It wasn't just me being dramatic. Kind of how it it's could like, have gone. no. Exactly. Could have gone could have gone pretty badly we've been in the pits and i don't it's not hyperbole um when we say assume the worst like i've been meaning it every word absolutely (laughs) um so i'm proud in that sense and then also kind of in what i just mentioned about the fact that i think it's special to be able to do something creative and like really work for it and like do something embarrassing really commit to it and do something a bit unexpected despite some odds I think that's really special. And then the last kind of, and I think the biggest kind of crux, my overriding sense of what I feel like is really pulling me through any impostering, and it's just kind of really bringing me to a nice place, is the idea that like I get to do something, first of all with you, that's so fun. But the fact that we get to enjoy a life right now, you know, who knows what the rest of our lives will entail, but it's so deeply fulfilling like on like a real life purpose level Mm. to have meant anything to anybody really in like an emotional sense and like given anyone like a little giggle or like a deep sense of connection in a moment where they really needed it I think via the podcast and via the listeners I'm feeling so fulfilled and like proud of that connection I think it's something I always would have wanted and just felt so out of reach and so kind of ridiculous Mm. and it's just so fulfilling to know that like we can pop into people's lives and hopefully like make them feel a little bit good for half an hour or something it's just so so special and I just feel really aware of that at the moment and my tendency I think has been to always kind of undermine myself in that and I still do and kind of just immediately take the mental crusher to Mm. it and like redact it all discount it all like it can't be real they don't actually like you like oh no they like it but they don't like you like you're the weak link you're whatever (laughs) Um, god the inner monologue's mental I'm sure we'll get into it yeah funny that we have the same voice it's almost like yeah bizarre we have a shared voice who is it yeah um at the moment I'm just really feeling so proud and good and just yeah a lot of love going on it feels really nice as well to just feel a bit free from the brain and i would say like to anyone who suffers from the bad brain Mm. to really like catch the moments where you get five minutes of hopefully happiness but just something else if you ever get little breaks or like the moments in between the shittiness the moment where this man's voice or whoever it is shuts up in your brain who's telling you all these horrible things if there are ever any moments where that's dying down and you're feeling a little bit lighter hold on to it and like really make the most of it because you deserve it absolutely so that's how i'm starting the episode i guess i think it's so nice i think it's really nice to see you in this kind of prolonged good stage mm, me too yeah i feel the same it's very nice i do feel the same thank you 
Well, I also think it's nice of you to say that because as we were previously saying, I do think it's sometimes hard for people who get used to seeing you holding yourself back Mm. or not doing things or like not feeling good or speaking badly about yourself. It's nice to, it's nice for you to say that you're happy to see it. And I know you are happy to see it, but also, you know, such is life. I'm 100% um, what about happy you? What's your relationship it? right now with imposter syndrome? I think I'm really feeling it at the moment. You're feeling the yeah. imposter? I don't God. think it's oh, yeah. something... Who are you? Who the fuck is that? Literally, who the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> who the fuck is that? I don't think it's something that I'm that used to either. I don't think I'm very impostery oh. in my life. I don't think... So do you think we've switched a bit, basically? I've sucked No, I don't think we've switched. I definitely don't think we've switched. Like, I don't... It doesn't have to work like that. It's like I'm in my getaway. Car. No, we could, like I think I'm... one can live while the other. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't have to be that. But it, I definitely think at the moment I'm feeling pretty much all of the things that you just said. I'm the weak link. I'm not. This isn't yes. going to work for you. Like this isn't mm. like almost this isn't meant for you. Like you're um a piece of shit essentially like you're not yeah. good enough for it yeah all of that is happening and i think that's a certain amount of that is inevitable as something that has been like your small little baby in the palm of your hand has been growing and growing and then it's like a sense of it's bigger than us it's now kind of generis as dragons it could set us alight at any yeah moment. and then it's like oh am i sh- you sure you want me on your back am i still Drogon? your mother of dragons <laughs> like, yeah yeah exactly yeah are you sure? am i still your mother of dragons yeah <laughs> i don't know you're my mother of dragons for sure you're mine as well oh good um yeah i don't know so i definitely think i'm feeling it a lot at the moment which is really shit like I don't like it because you're so right it doesn't feel like okay so what I'm having is imposter syndrome it feels like I'm a piece of shit blah 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 you're not good enough it feels like all of that which really isn't very nice but I think I've had a bit of a lot like not a long period like it's probably been two weeks now where I've had a bit of a Mm. I've just been quite insecure for about two weeks now like in and out of it but I don't know I was on holiday I was in Lisbon and I felt good the whole time but like there was I remember speaking we were supposed to record and we didn't record that week because I was like I'm just not feeling like I can get in front of a microphone right now well like you the thing is you didn't even say that I had to tell you you don't look like a girl who can get in front of a microphone right now and that's like, offensive I don't even thing is you, you didn't even see me that was just from my voice you knew no. I didn't look like one <laughs> no yeah well I just and I felt bad yeah. because I was like I'm not trying to put words in your mouth but I think I think you need someone to step in and like give you permission to step away and Mm. I almost think you were so lacking in confidence that you didn't even have the confidence to say I'm not feeling good yeah I think I was just gonna be like I can do it I can do it and then probably burst into tears and all of that well funny you should say that because I was gonna say what are your do you have any like behaviors and stuff or like tendencies that you feel like you slip into like when we were just talking about the imposter syndrome and the the voices that Mm. we get (laughs) the voices yeah never a good sign um I definitely slip between like feeling like I can't, I have a real, as I've said, the perfectionist angle mm. of like, there's no point in doing anything because unless it's perfect, it's a complete flop Void. and you are, yeah, you're worthless. So don't bother. Like you need to avoid, avoid, avoid at all costs. Mm. <laughs> or, and I was talking to the, what was that? That was my mum absolutely slamming the door coming in. Our door's like about to slam. fall off its hinges. It's like, and it has been oh, for shit. probably five months. 10 years. Um, oh, yeah, wow. no, no, well, probably about 10 years, but like five months, it's like on on its, it's last hinge like point. if a door has i think it has like four hinges it's only like the last one half and what the fuck? We keep, like, someone's gonna break in well no no it does lock like it closes but like every time you've got to close it you've got to really slam it 
but it's one of those things where we keep being like we should get this fixed before it's an emergency before it comes off the hinges and it's like right needs to happen today but it's like god i don't know it's like how much does it cost to get a new door it's not today it's like thousands of (laughs) pounds for a door is it i don't know there there are a lot like we've got a pretty can't you just get the hinges fixed no like the whole door needs replacing i I don't know but like i think a door is quite expensive like a front door i can imagine yeah Um, ours is pretty shit but like you could get like a plasticky one it is plasticky i mean it's yeah, the, it's the plasticky one with like a the little bit of, bit of glass. A panel in it yeah yeah it's that's real like british suburbia yeah, to me it's that that classic door I, you know anyway you know a nice house when it has a wooden door that's like a color an it's like a navy blue door, yeah. door oh divine wow. divine gold brass with a knocker box. on it divine. wow oh wow, wow. Wowie. I'd love that. Um, yeah, and then I was also talking to my therapist about, sorry, just going back, mm. um, about the tendencies that we have, like when we feel shit and blah, blah, blah. And I swing between avoidance and feeling like, you know, in order to be perfect and in order to be like a just human, mm. like in order to be valid, I need to massively overwork myself so that, to be honest, like no one could look at Sefi and Wing and pick out a weak link because we make no. sure i think that it really is the product of us and yeah. we contribute so much and when i'm feeling impostery i have the fear i have dreams about you being like why have you done that wrong blah blah blah, oh blah. and i think this sacred thing is one of the ways that i play out certain things of like making sure oh i need to come up with the episode i need to send her the right thing or like oh the title like blah blah blah, blah or just any of the shit mm-hmm. i end up kind of trying to almost overcompensate and like becoming hyper vigilant to the threats you kind of because i imagine you know like the fear is being exposed as someone who isn't good enough yeah when you're already doing enough then you take it to the next level and it's like you go a bit it's a bit it's a little much it's a little much we keep referencing that in episodes and like i can't even explain to you what that is but it's a little it's just funny like maybe one day you'll know but like (laughs) if it all goes well maybe one day you'll know (laughs) let's say that wise words from a special someone (laughs) (laughs) anyway um yeah do you have any tendencies that you go to yes i have so many reveal i have them, a real please. tendency to get single lady reveal yourself here we go <laughs> i'm coming down the yeah. whatever it is you're coming down the, the tube, tube the little sheets they come out of my name's <laughs> sethy and i'm from oxfordshire <laughs> <laughs> oh my light's going straight on oh yeah well thank you um we saw paddy mcginnis the other day if anyone's from england they'll know what that reference was paddy if you're McGuinness. not from england that was a reference for a show called take me out i don't know if that is has made it out of england and definitely we can definitely leave it there i think but we saw paddy mcginnis <laughs> you don't the need other to day. do some digging we did yeah we did. he was looking well he did actually. he looked better than he does on tv he, didn't he no he looked so clean he looked healthy. fresh out of the shower did you get that yeah, yeah. yeah he did he was glowing actually <laughs> He's thriving. You heard it from us, guys. Paddy McGuinness. Glowing. He's glowing. Paddy. He's absolutely glowing. (laughs) He's a glowing girl, boss. He's absolutely radiant. Honestly, he did look so clean. He looked like he would smell really fresh. Which isn't the vibe I get from Paddy McGuinness. Oh, ouch. Well, it's not a vibe that I would, you know, it's not something that comes to my mind very often about anyone. I think he just gives me the vibe of like. Oh, he's an everyday bloke. He'd be down the pub. He'd be like, sure. like almost you'd share a cigarette you know, with him, sort of thing. It's Paddy McGuinness. Definitely. He's just like your neighbour. Paddy McGuinness. Yeah, no likey, no lighty. No likey, no lighty. But he almost gave me like, 
what's his name? Zane Lowe. Radiance. Is his name Zane Lowe? Oh God! Wow! <laughs> like, wow! Wise, almost. I mean, that's another league. Yeah. Okay. I he like almost that. gave I like me that, that energy. It's like God, Paddy. Well, that's a big compliment. I yeah, no, no, it really is. It really <laughs> <Kind> is. <of. laughs> wow. But anyway, we saw Paddy Meat in this at a meeting, anyway, which was quite a crazy moment. We and we also we saw, saw Greg James. It's like Greg James. He was looking clean as fuck. He looked great. He was looking. We almost so radiant. We almost had a bit of um a fight over him at the table. A cat fight. Well, I said God. Greg James looks quite well. He's almost quite good looking. Like, is that mm. a thing? And you were like, he's notably good looking. I like him. He's mine. <laughs> he's and I was not like, mine. You fucking have him. Also, I don't want I him. don't really like Greg James. He's not like no, one of my no. go-to people. But the snatching of the microphone came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like, no, he's established as an attractive, desirable man. I didn't know that. I, I thought he, he was, again, I thought he was everyday man. I thought like, you know, I'm not to say he's not good looking, but I just thought it wasn't of no. Like, I didn't know he was known for being a looker. I think he's but notable. I guess he is. But also, I'm not going to fight for Greg James. Like, I would probably, at this rate, at this point, well, I'd probably like fight it. over Paddy McGuinness more, which oh, it sounds like is a it. turn. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, a bit of a, a plot, twist. plot twist I didn't see coming for everyone yeah. including me <laughs> and including Paddy but also somehow could be in the audition room for Dwight Schrute <laughs> 100% if they were in a way that Greg James never would a British remake of the remake of the British Office <laughs> exactly he could be in exactly. the um, cast room in the runnings um. it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Go on, what are your tendencies? Let them out. My Let tendency when I'm feeling shitty and impostery is I think mm. I can get very out of tune with myself. I can get very okay. out of tune with how I'm feeling and like stopping remembering to like take a moment to be like, wait, how am I feeling? I could get through like my entire morning of like activities of like showering, yeah. walking my dog, getting dressed, doing my hair, or eating breakfast, yeah. the whole thing without being like god you're on the brink of tears like you're about to fucking cry i mean i have forced you into tears a few times well recently. we've recorded we've li- well, we, i don't know if we've actually recorded but we've sat down to record a couple days in a row like last week mm. um where wing has literally been like are you okay and i've just immediately burst into tears yeah. i remember you saying like your tears shouldn't be that close 
they you. shouldn't be that ready like I said to you like I think you need to cry like I think you're not okay and you started crying and I was like look I feel bad but also it was the right thing to do like yeah if your tears are that ready if someone of someone saying like look are you okay like you're not good right now yeah and you and start crying it's, it's like okay yeah red flag like you actually aren't feeling good yeah no I think um, I've been but, feeling quite bad but, but like, I think you need the permission to let that be but also it's in quite a low-key way it's not like anything has literally nothing has happened and nothing is actually upsetting me i think it's ju- it's just a real lesson in perception that one day you can perceive yourself as completely failing and worthless and a mm. piece of shit um that needs to change all of this shit and then the next day you can view yourself as on top of it all a cool person that's doing cool things and blah 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 yeah it's just a lesson in perception for me but also i hate that it's one of my worst things when i feel really out of tune with like i can really force myself through activities and i think it's the manic aspect of my personality that Mm. i don't just ever be like right okay just shut the fuck up and just sit there and all of the stuff i'll be like i'm gonna meditate my way out of it i like i'm just gonna do a dance i'm gonna do a dance and then i'll be feel happy i'm gonna make myself a tea i'm (laughs) gonna watch some an episode of my favorite show like i never just like start scrapping around yeah, yeah and it's never um I don't know. I think I can just get really, really Never out of tune good. with myself. Mm. And I think that is really painful when then you get to the end of the day or when, for example, something small happens, you drop your mug of tea and you burst into tears. It happens to mm. us all. That Just the smallest <laughs> yeah, no straw is the thing that uh-huh. breaks wind. the camel's back, is that it? But mm. like, I... Or like, for example, your friend says to you, do you need to cry? And you just immediately burst into tears. I, by the way, I didn't say it in like an attack of like, are you going to fucking cry right now? You no. fucking loser. I, I no said, one would like, think you said it like Look, that. I don't think we should record. Like, I, I I, hate to say it, but I don't think you're feeling good. Also, I was going to say you being like, you know, nothing's even happened. Like, everything's fine. I do agree. It is a lesson in perception. It is an example of that. But it also, I think you do have that natural kind of instinct to undermine like that you are facing certain challenges right now yeah, you no, are no, like no, there I are yeah. certain things that you know it does make sense for someone who's going through certain things i'm not trying to say yeah it's life ruining and like yeah. oh my god sefi's not got hope in hell like i'm not yeah. um i'm not pitying you in any way if anyone mm. knows sefi has a bit of an issue with pity <laughs> and i'm not pitying you and it's not about like putting sympathy where there shouldn't be mm. but more so the acknowledgement of like no when you're facing challenges it's okay to sometimes find them a bit challenging yeah no definitely and not have to like fight through it or like pretend it's not there really no i agree i think also that's been one of the things that there's a resistance to acknowledging that some of the things that i'm dealing with aren't um just like yeah of my own creation it's not like um Mm. oh it's like i don't know it's not things that i have any control over that i basically have some situations in my life that are very abnormal and extreme and really painful and Mm -hmm. unfair all of the words really and not fixable and and the whole thing yeah that just all the all the shit that like a lot of stuff a lot of us go through shit but there's i don't know i think i'm in i'm in an extreme situation Mm -hmm. um which isn't normal and all of the stuff but I also, I don't know, I think I have a resistance to say that because I hate feeling powerless and like out of control with things. It's so much Mm. easier just to be like, that's not an issue. The only issue I've got to work on is my own um like body dysmorphia that's a manageable yeah, thing and that's then in I'm my fine. head like ha, ha ha then it's over for you bitches sort of thing yeah but also kind of the thing of like someone who 
you're kind of you're being cherry seaborn it's you i was thinking god cherry this is why i, I cherry this um, sort of see myself you. in you so much yeah because in the same kind of five minutes that you've said you know i'm not going through anything particularly hard right you know there's no particular issues nothing's going wrong i'm just you know i'm just not feeling good whatever like it's not a big deal mm. And then literally two minutes later, you're like, I'm going through something extreme and abnormal but and really difficult. But do you know difficult. kind of why those are two sides of the same coin for me, almost mm-hmm. like they both are true at once, is because it's I'm not dealing with anything new. I'm dealing with something that I've been dealing with um, my entire life. Like, mm. it's an ex- like I'm being so vague and it's so annoying for a listener, but it's stuff that doesn't direct, like it involves other people, not just me. So that's why I'm not saying yeah. what it is. Of course. But... Yeah, no, it's not something that feels like... I think I've only just realised that it's abnormal. Like, because yeah, you've spent your life undermining it, I think. Yeah, no, I've only just realised that um, you're actually facing quite an extreme situation. Yeah. But it, it's never felt extreme. It's just felt like a, a fact of my life. So I think then mm. when things... I don't know. So I've just been feeling really shit. And then inevitably stuff that you play out, stuff that is happening to you then plays out in like other ways. It's yes. kind of no wonder that I've been fe- projecting kind of stuff onto the podcast. Exactly. Oh, I feel shit in it, blah, blah, blah. Even though I don't really feel shit in it right now. Today, I feel good in it. Mm. But I don't know. Imposter syndrome is so shit. Like It is. Yeah, it's shit. I also think this is like, you know, we're on good form here. I think might not sound like it. <laughs> this is us on a good day. <laughs> but actually, this is us, you know, good, I think. Mm. And I think something that's been important, even for our relationship between me and you even outside of the podcast from both of us I think but something we're going through at the moment is I want to feel like you are giving yourself the space to admit when you're not feeling good Mm. which is kind of why I said earlier as well about when I'm feeling good you know it's nice to hear that you're happy for me but I was saying to you the other day like that can't help but project or like shine a light on you when you're not feeling good and and I feel that definitely of I've always Mm. wanted people around me to be happy but when you're not necessarily feeling amazing and it feels like other people are it's not that you don't want them to be happy it's just that you want to be happy with them and I do think that's like a difficult kind of feeling to deal with because it feels even more sour and really impostery and really like you know frustrating because you get really Mm. fucking annoyed with yourself and then I think you're the furthest thing from like allowing yourself to feel down and like being kind and like getting through it and all of these things instead of that Mm. you're like really angry with yourself and you're like fuck you you stupid fucking cunt like why are you so annoying blah 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 and I think what's good about our relationship is that we both take the time to make sure that the other person has the space to be like Mm. actually no you're right I'm not feeling good today or like no you're right like this is what I need like and be completely open yeah definitely it's yeah I don't I don't I definitely didn't feel like that like when you said that kind of because you're feeling good at the moment would that have made Mm. me feel worse I definitely didn't feel any like even a speck of that like that is the absolute I I really didn't feel like that it's it's the absolute opposite of how I feel to be honest no definitely but I think you don't want to bring me down sometimes like and you'll say like oh I'm draining you and like you know (laughs) you do you do you do have a reluctance you don't drain me but you do have a reluctance to like And then especially when I'm feeling good, I think you will be like, you know, you don't want to kill the vibe, especially when we've got so much, you know, fun things happening and blah, blah, blah. No, I I I never ever want to bring you down. Like I never want to bring you into it. But, oh, I don't know. I think it's just really deep. I think it's just as well, like with imposter syndrome, kind of what we were speaking about at the beginning of like, you don't feel like an imposter, you just feel like a piece of shit because Mm. 
you don't feel like you're going through imposter syndrome you just feel like everything good that you have is doomed and everything bad that you have is your reality and what you deserve and I just think you you know you don't you 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 can be really hard on yourself yeah 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 (laughs) that's okay yeah no it is I don't really know what's wrong I don't know you have such a distinct face when you feel bad. I know. I hate it's it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, am I going to cry? Yeah, you're, you're already crying oh. and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I don't even know what about though. Like, No, but you're, you know what? Your mind has not stopped. Like My mind. Yeah, and I think the fact that like, you know, we've had this conversation of you being like, why am I crying? Like, what's wrong? Like, you know, what's going on mm. sort of thing. You're, you're just being so hard on yourself I think that mostly because you're frustrated and you don't want to feel shit you want to feel good but that yeah. frustration is stopping you from moving through the shittiness the devil snare you're, you're not devil snaring you're like resisting it even when you don't feel like you are resisting it do you know what it kind of is I think I have a real um kind of Hannah Montana best of both worlds situation but one is the best of both one is the best world and one is a nightmare at the moment like Mm -hmm. I definitely am caught between two realities of like on one hand I very much feel happy with where I am and like like I in some ways live a quite a glamorous life sure like definitely it is so fucking cool and that kind of feels like when I've got my Hannah Montana wig on <laughs> like I'm here Definitely. like I'm Hannah Montana like perfect I'm mm-hmm. going to the fucking show whatever mm-hmm. I'm kind of going on these holidays we're going to the fucking gleam office all of this stuff yeah like, you're having a great time it's, a, yep. it's Hannah Montana vibes and then I definitely have on the other hand I'm definitely dealing with quite like traumatic huge yes. things that like impact a lot of other people and stuff that I definitely feel being caught between these two things Mm. is extremely jarring like definitely it's extremely jarring so I think like I then feel impostery because there is a certain amount that I'm kind of holding not even holding back but like that I'm protecting and I, I definitely am struggling to like breach the gap between the two things of like allowing that version that is like her and going through stuff to be part of the Hannah Montanaing vibe exactly. like I almost have found it easier just to draw like a line in between the two but then that also creates like a disjunction between like not being able to be proud of any of the cool stuff that we're doing or like even celebrate it because it feels so almost absurd compared to my quote-unquote actual life I think the, I think you've said it though that using Hannah Montana as an example and the bridge between these two kind of versions of your life it's not just your life it's who you are and mm. it's a version that you see as let's say glamorous but also like valid and having fun and things going well yeah. and successful and then another side of you that you see as obviously going through so much hurt and like you know mm. r- really challenging situation mm. but that protection of that also then makes it feel less valid and yeah. you are you do naturally slip into trying to cover up the versions of you that are hurt and finding things difficult mm. and some of that is a normal level of like having boundaries and like being normal like do you know what I mean protecting mm. yourself and all of these things and allowing yourself to like go out and let your hair down and like have a good time etc enjoy mm. your life but I think something that's been a struggle for both of us in life is feeling like there's a version of yourself that isn't good enough yeah. to 
I mean, really to exist, not even just to share with people, but like there's a version of you that you're fighting and resisting and trying to change and Mm -hmm. trying to ignore. And, you know, you're not Miley Stewart living a Hannah Montana life. You're not, you're Sefi and the things that, well, or Poppy or Persephone or any of these weird names, like (laughs) you are one person who is multifaceted Mm -hmm. The good and the bad. The good is great. And I love sharing some of the good bits with you. Like, I love that some of our good is combined and we get to enjoy it together. And I know we do enjoy it. But also the parts that you see are the, the parts that you see as bad are just as valid. And if anything, they inform the fun Sefi. Like, fun Sefi wouldn't get any of her jokes if she hadn't have been hurt and if she hadn't mm. have been made who she is. Like, I do feel like to split yourself almost crux yourself up you've given yourself little horcruxes of parts of you that are valid and parts of you that need to be hidden yeah and it's not to say you need to go out spilling the bean everywhere (laughs) but more so allowing yourself to like respond to all parts of your life yeah and feel valid in that and it's difficult because I like I feel like at some points I do like also yeah everything I say on for example on this podcast is informed by my life experience yeah. which this stuff is a huge part of that um which is so vague and like and just ridiculous I'm so sorry um so every bit of me is informed by this so it is just like there isn't these two parts of me but I do feel like I'm really struggling that when there does feel like such a disparity between like the good and the bad at the moment it does feel really difficult to kind of value the good when so I think that's a huge part of it that I don't really feel at the moment that I'm like celebrating the wins quote unquote like I don't feel like Mm. I'm feeling any of the good stuff that's happening to us because like and to you and to me separately yeah. yeah um because it feels like a disservice to the bad I don't really know Mm-hmm. yeah but then also living kind of as well like earlier trying to kind of force your way in the good and undermine the bad by being like you know there's nothing going on <laughs> blah 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 mm-hmm. I think as well like a big thing for me is for us both to understand that like especially on this podcast and the conversations that we have here I think we need to come here as much as possible as ourselves because we deserve to and that's what we've built and also you know how can you celebrate the win of people connecting with your podcast if you're also telling yourself with the mental crusher discounting Mm. that oh they only like me because I've done a certain you know show or like they you know I mean I've put on a certain thing and I think some of it is so deep and unconscious it's so ingrained in who we are kind of our rule for living is this scary part of my life that's really confronting this really confronting part of who I am needs to be held under the surface Mm. which is like I just almost think as well with you saying about perception I do think so much of it is the idea that just getting your head around the idea that you could deserve good things in life like you could be in a room and deserve to be there yeah I think that's definitely one of the bits that oh I don't even I don't know what I'm gonna say should we switch to like a slightly different energy yeah maybe um can you tell me one of the coolest places or like the coolest things that you've done like the most (laughs) exciting thing where you've kind of been like living in the kind of deliriousness of it for a little bit and like you know enjoying the pasta or like haha enjoying the drink or like looking around and being like this is a great place for me to be right now 
I think mine was pretty recent. I think mm. it was in Seattle. Stunning. Like, Tell us more. In Seattle, I went in February. It is now, what is it? May. May. Um, I went five weeks. You may mm-hmm. have heard this before mm-hmm. that I went. And it was such a bubble. And I just felt so detached from everyone I knew because we were literally on different time zones. Mm-hmm. Everything I do in my life, kind of my identity everything and it was a real example of like it was actually quite scary to be like you could literally start from scratch like yes you could literally create a -hmm. new life wherever you go like that is pretty crazy like obviously you'd miss all the people that you know and all of that but it was a real lesson in like god you're like you can be pretty independent in this like you could really could go in this life like you could really go anywhere yeah and I just had such a good time like it was such a bubble and it was so a lot of things that happened were quite unexpected and it was just really fun and I think there was a lot of time there where I was just like god this is quite iconic actually like you're living in this weird kind of was almost quite like a shack that I was living in with this dog that you you were scared of this dog before like it was a pit bull it's fucking scary dog like this is not a life that you have ever lived before Mm -hmm. it's not um me and my little um cockapoo it's me on my own in a country that they have fucking guns it's pretty scary (laughs) and you stand out like a sore thumb because every time you you speak to you you go oh hello and you sound like princess diana yeah um and you've got a pit bull in the house. You're just kind of scared in the house, scared out of the house. <laughs> and I was meeting a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. If I met you there, hey. Um, mm-hmm. hey. And <laughs> it was really cool. It was really different and really cool. And I think I was so aware every minute of the day, like how iconic it was almost. I was like, this mm-hmm. is so cool. I was almost like, no one does this like of course people go away on holidays mm-hmm. and people go traveling and things like that but it was like the specific to be in one place as well for... to be in a city that i didn't really mm-hmm. know anything about in at like a random time of year almost like yeah, it wasn't yeah. like kind of tourist season Summer holiday. There. yeah yeah it was like this is quite random like this almost wasn't what you were supposed to do in your life mm. and i'm so happy you've done it do you think the lack of kind of, um, I guess, kind of going into the unknown, but with the lack of expectation allowed you to actually see it from the perspective that you were doing something quite in alignment with what you want to do and it felt right. And so you could feel like happy with yourself and like let yourself enjoy it. Mm. I think so. I really didn't have any expectations. Like my only expectation was to like come out of it alive. Honestly, like mm-hmm. I was so scared. Like on the plane there, I was like, I don't know what America's like. Like mm. I don't know what like when I look at the news and I hear stuff about America, it doesn't ever sound fucking good. Like it sounds fucking scary. And I actually was speaking to someone that I met there recently the other day and they were saying about like there were some shootings there last week and stuff and things like that to the English ears sound fucking terrifying Mm -hmm. like shootings i mean they sound scary to everyone's ears but i don't know i was scared to go to america and i think my expectation of it was so low or like my expectations were like let's just see what this is Mm. and the amount of fun i had there and like almost like the attachment that i feel to that place now which was a place i had no knowledge of at all Seattle I had no knowledge of this place and now I feel a real attachment to that city Mm -hmm. and like I have such 
good memories of thinking about it and like I don't know I met cool people and it was nice and all of the stuff I just yeah I think my low expectations really helped me like in all my literally not even low expectations literally lack of expectations really helped me just to be like whatever happens happens and that's always when I think the best things happen you know what it kind of reminds me of as well is like the idea that you know when you go on holiday and you like start wearing crazy things and like yeah (laughs) feel a kind of sense of liberation because you're detached from your reality that you've been living in exactly so you kind of get to try out something new and I Mm. feel like you definitely had that in Seattle like staying in the same place for five weeks so you're kind Mm. of getting to like make your mark a little bit dog sitting in someone's house and really settling in you've got a routine exactly setting your life life. in a different city almost you know going into it with no one there knowing you you can kind of drop the mask a little bit and yeah play into I guess the roles that we want or like sometimes I guess the roles that are more like true to ourselves Mm. that we kind of don't ever really show maybe even more yourself there do you think in a way I don't know I was because also you're so oh sorry I was gonna just say you're gone like so out of your normal routines that I think we get attached to like the people that we see the things that we do and we see that as who we are which I think it is a big part of who we are but also being able to go to Seattle and like form a whole new life make new relationships make new routines like live a slightly different or completely different lifestyle you seem like your life feels so so different but it can also feel quite liberating yeah I think I didn't feel I don't know what was the question sorry like almost were you being yourself like were you able to be a new version of yourself like were you able to kind of like feel a bit more yourself because you didn't feel necessarily judged by the people around you no I think I felt I I think I felt like the the normal version of myself Mm -hmm. like I felt like I didn't feel like oh I feel any truer myself or any less true myself I think I was just same old me but I do feel like I was quite in touch with myself I was journaling quite a lot and actually read back some of my journals crazy which is crazy 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 like oh guys I wish I could let you in on more of what happened there but I kind of can't yet maybe I will I don't know but I think that's a huge I think it's a huge achievement to go to a different country and still feel like you're being yourself because I'm definitely the kind of person where I end up kind of assimilating and mirroring the people that I'm surrounded by. Mm. So like, I feel like this is the Sefi and the Sefi point two show <laughs> because I oh mirror, God, <laughs> but I mirror who I'm with a lot. And I think whenever I kind of meet new people, go different places, et cetera, et cetera, mm. I really easily, like kind of, I watch a film and all of a sudden I feel like I'm kind of shrugged. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. I really fall I into- that um I slip away from myself I think quite easily I think that's easy to do I think that's why journaling was really helping me there because it really Mm. grounds you in like um, where you are your kind of who are you talking to you're kind of in direct communication with your like soul or something when you're You're really writing from the heart so I think it really grounds you with like your inner self a lot but yeah no I do get that I, I I I I didn't feel that at all that I was um, a new version or anything. I still very much just felt like me, but like I was very excited and like um, curious when I was there, which mm. isn't something that I feel like you're naturally in your life walking around going to like 
a new coffee shop I'm not necessarily like so curious but I was like oh my god like this like I feel like I was really exploring and um yeah I just felt really free I don't even know what the word is I felt very I thought it felt like it was very cool of me to do that and I felt Mm. very confident in their decision of like this was the right move stunning as you should you felt like that all the time at the moment yeah like what what was felt like what what bit like have you ever felt that you have made a move in your life that was like that was the right decision and it feels like it's closer to who like closely aligned to like who you are i mean actually so many really um and i can't even begin to go into them but i like to think that especially actually maybe we're doing the podcast and kind of checking in each week makes Mm. us both i think more aware of something actually i've been saying to sefi recently is like with every decision we make let's make sure every teeny decision we make we're making incremental moves so subtly in the right direction because what we don't want to do because it's true it really catches it out kind of me being like look we're not recording today because you're not in the right place like it's important for me to be able to look back in a few years and see the pattern wasn't us slowly but surely making all the wrong choices and doing all the wrong things and slowly steering us in the wrong direction in the moment i think it can be hard you know not to just do things without thinking and then before mm. you know it you're two years down the line and it's like fuck how did I get here well, and it's because you made all those you'll be exactly. somewhere really bad exactly um but I definitely th- I think I'm quite an intentional person and you I you are so intent no you mm. really are I think it's one of the main things about you honestly yeah I do think I'm very intentional I think I like engage with people very in- intentionally and I I also I do think I engage with the world very intentionally like mm. again something I'm liking about myself recently is like sharing my perspective on things and I feel like I'm trying to make a bit more of an effort of not being so can I ask you a question and trying to be a bit more comfortable with even though literally all I do is fucking interrupt and talk my nut off and just talk shit on this podcast mm. I do want to feel like I don't know if anyone would be able to tell but for me personally just keep working through the ways that I feel like I have to perform a certain thing for the podcast rather than feeling confident to share my things even if I think like oh no one's no one cares about that sort of thing yeah or like making a joke without feeling like oh my god everyone's gonna get upset with me sort of thing it's so funny that's because that just isn't I how I don't know from my perspective not how you come across at all like mm. I would never have wanted to do a podcast with someone that I yeah. felt was saying, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question the whole time? Like, I feel like it's very much an equal- A convo. It's an equal sure. conversation. There is no, I don't know, from my point of view here, mm. I think it's totally equal. Like mm-hmm. there's no, um, Yeah. I don't know. I'd hate to think that you're holding yourself back from saying things no, at all. I've I, never God, felt I, that from I you. I speak my nut off. Like I take up the space. I just don't necessarily know if I say the things- do you feel comfortable with it that i would yeah exactly yeah, i don't know if i'm necessarily feeling the room to flourish <laughs> yeah yeah with my inner thoughts not that i'm not sharing thoughts because i'm sharing a load of shit in abundance but more so i don't know i'm feeling quite like i was saying to my friend the other day i feel like i'm realizing like oh i have like my thoughts have value and like i have yeah. ideas and i'm a really like thoughtful creative like intelligent yeah. person and i should share them even if no one else likes it, I just deserve to share it in life. Um, 
and even that silly little bagel thing I did the other day that I posted I posted this pic of a bagel big deal um it wasn't the pic of a bagel though it was an illustration yeah it was just a cute little sketchy moment um and I do lots of things and I've always felt very like you know I can't share things because Mm. I don't know like I'm not prepared for the judgment or like you know it just means a lot I think like even with like concepts for episodes and the fact that we've done the podcast and just with anything I just I really feel like I do actually I really live with my heart like I actually invest Mm. my heart into the things that I do yeah which in a lot of ways has held me back because it's meant that I've had this really high expectation or like a standard of what my output needs to be and so I'll Mm. avoid doing it because I feel like I'm not going to live up to the standard that I want so I end up being held back by my own perfectionism but then also it means that like I feel real connection with the things that I do and I go through life really feeling like I'm really making an effort and so you know maybe you'll see more bagels I don't know but just I think in the podcast and in life I feel like it's just important I think as a young woman kind of what we were saying before about like it's politically important for you as a woman to enjoy yourself and enjoy your life and take up space but I just I really want to own the space and feel very confident to share things yeah just for myself because I think I do inherently have value and I see that for us and I see that for everyone listening that you don't need to wait to be given permission to do something I think you just inherently should be able to share it and you're not an imposter you're a deserving intelligent person 100% I think that's where we should leave it because that is just perfect me too is the crux me too yeah crux of life hey amazing what a bizarre roller coaster we've taken everybody on yeah i'm already feeling like what the fuck was that but you, you know. need some space you need to you need to just get away you know <laughs> yeah send you back to seattle ship you off to elon musk's house <laughs> honestly first class delivery <laughs> just put you in a box and send you off to yeah Bezos. that was strange but fun and just whatever i think i don't even think it was strange i think it was perfect cool okay well i'm going with that it's perfect yeah it's perfect you're perfect cool you're perfect thanks guys <laughs> right if, if you, you don't, don't hear from, from us, us assume the worst planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.